Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Badass Women's Hour XL on Talk Radio. Supersized free speech for switched on women. Badass Women's Hour XL with Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell and Emma Sexton. The Vampire Strikes Back on Talk Radio. Welcome to Badass Women's Hour with me, Harriet Minter, and my co-hosts, Natalie Campbell and Emma Sexton. We're here with you on Talk Radio all the way through till 10 p.m. today. And if I'm sounding a little husky, I apologize. You sound sexy. Sexy. That's what we're going for. <laughs> Nothing says sexy like a full-on cold, I tell you. Let's make this a later night show. <laughs> I'm just listening to myself. I'm like, who is this woman? This is bizarre. Anyway, so me and my really deep throat are here with you till 7 p.m. tonight. We're just glossing straight on over that one. That is what medication does to your mind, honestly. <laughs> um, and we'll be talking about all our usual stuff. We've got our news stories. I can't think of anything I'm going to say that's just not in- inappropriate from that point onwards. We've got our news stories. We've got the amazing Kate Lever, author of The Friendship Cure, coming in to talk all things friendship with us. Uh, plus, of course, we are going to be talking some really amazing experts this week. We're talking about how the brain works with Jill McKay, founder of mybrain.co.uk. Uh, and about chronic pelvic pain. Is that something that you suffer from? Loads of women in the UK, apparently, going to their doctors and talking about it. But none of us really know what it is. So we are going to be talking to Shelby Haddon, documentary filmmaker, all about why she is trying to change the conversation around that. Uh, But we're starting off with news stories. And I don't know if you saw the story I'm going to start with this week, but it was all over the press. And it is about a campaign that was released by um, a kind of period... uh, period subscription service that's what it calls itself which is a bit weird it's essentially a tampon subscription service called pink parcel and um it's about one of the models they used in their campaign so the model called kenny jones who is a transgender man so somebody who was born female and transitioned to become a man and he is talking about what it's like what it was like for him having periods and how nobody really ever talked to him about it Nobody explained the process about it, and particularly because during kind of his adolescence, that was when he was transitioning, it was a really, really confusing time for him. So this story has got lots and lots of press, and I think it's really interesting. I think the topic is really important and one that we should be talking about, but there was one thing about it that just really made me give a little sigh, and it was that why is this only a topic we talk about when a man gets involved with it. <laughs> Periods being something that happen to women, to female cisgender women who are born with female anatomy. 
And well, they happen to all of us, to 51% of the fifty-one percent of the population, roughly. But it becomes a news story when a man is involved. And Kenny, I really love what you're doing, but it frustrated me. Yeah. Emma, what well, do you think? Well, I think, in a way, it's really progressive. But I think that we're not there yet because I still think there's a lot of work to do in terms of having conversations about periods um, in a way. Um, but then the other thing is, I just think as a PR campaign, it's brilliant because they got all the coverage that they need. So I'm like, where was there, was there driver to get coverage or was there driver to be progressive? I guess that's the question I was asking myself. Uh, yeah. Nat, do you agree with me? Is it just a bit... I was frustrated with the press release. So the release that we got um, basically said that, uh, you know, one line, um, we want to highlight that periods don't just happen to women. And again, I had to pause on that because going back to the anatomy point, it periods happen uh, or females, people with female anatomy and born uh, with that anatomy have periods and it, I felt like they were wiping over that completely to say everyone has a period yeah, it's like yeah. th the conversation we're trying to have is that this affects women and there are lots of other things as a result that uh, affect women so endometriosis for example and I just again it was the why can't we just talk why can't we just talk about what's happening to mm. us and I can I, I can't even begin to imagine what it would be like to have to transition and take into consideration. So I was looking at um, his Instagram and he's, he, he's talked about going through puberty twice. Cannot even imagine. So it's an important story. But that line in the press release really irked me. Mm. It really did. And also, I think you're right. I think it's a really important story and part of a story. Uh, but it's not the whole story. It's not the whole story. And also, I, I mean, I don't know enough, but... But from uh, the way that Kenny looks, uh, has clearly, you know, got the testosterone. And then I would challenge whether Kenny is still having periods now. So I know there was a time when Kenny was transitioning. So again, that calls into question, well, everyone has periods. But although what I do think is interesting about that is I would love for a conversation about periods to be able to in some way include men without them slightly freaking out about it mm. so it used to be a standard test for my girlfriends which was you knew if you were dating a good guy because he would go and buy your tampax without just without even raising an eyebrow <laughs> you know any kind of oh what's this or what brand or oh, i don't know or, I don't, that would that would be a little instant black yeah. mark against them and i wonder if actually it's just because we haven't included them in the conversation up until this point and maybe we'd do kind of need to normalize it for everyone and is having a man on board saying yeah do you know what sometimes having a period really sucks is that a bad thing yeah i, I don't know it's, it's interesting one to me we would love to know what you think uh did you see the campaign what do you think about it you can give us a call and tell us oh three double four four double nine one thousand ladies out there do do we want men in on this conversation gentlemen do you want to be in on it come and tell us i mean they could just hear. buy us tampax to be honest yeah. They are only more than us. They're expensive. <laughs> They're taxed. All those other problems. Uh, now, what was your story this week? So this one uh, is about Sheryl Sandberg. So it's been five years since Sheryl Sandberg wrote and released Lean In, her book that talked about the ways in which women can rise through the ranks in the workplace. Uh, it was kind of a manifesto for 
change at the time. And I remember buying the book and reading it in a, in a matter of days and thinking, great, I, I get this. There were things I didn't get, but you know, for the most part, I get this. And then maybe six months later, I wrote an article for The Guardian and I was like, actually, we don't need to lean in. I think we need to lean all the way back because yep. leaning in is just driving everyone crazy and everyone's uh, making themselves sick trying to compete in this way. And the reflection in this article on, on CNN Money is that uh, lean in was about conforming and working within a patriarchal work system that is about a, a, a darker side of ambition and actually with me too in these other campaigns we're realizing that we don't have to conform to this system to be who we are and we have a whole new lexicon in terms of language that we can use about being an ambi ambitious um career-driven woman and that didn't exist five years ago and I thought it was an interesting conversation to see how far we mm. we've come but also what did you think when Lean In came out and was on the market? So I actually had almost the exact opposite feeling about <laughs> it so when it came out and I first read it I was I was really disappointed in it because mm. it was this huge thing and I was desperate for it to be this amazing like rallying cry for how incredible women were and I read it and I was like well this is just telling me how to get ahead in a world that I think is already a little bit screwed up. So uh, I don't really see the point of this. Um, and I appreciated it for, you know, being useful and pushing a conversation forward, but I, I couldn't really get behind it. And then about a year or two later when everyone was saying, oh, you know, lean in, it should have been lean back or lean out <laughs> or whatever. Uh, and everyone was putting Sheryl Sandberg down for it. I went back to it and I was like, do you know what? Actually... I full credit for Cheryl, to Sheryl Sandberg. She started a conversation that wasn't happening. Mm -hmm. She highlighted a whole load of bizarre injustices that were happening that just were bonkers. She got men involved in the conversation. And she said to a whole generation of women, you can be ambitious. You can want this. You can think it's okay to get to the top. And that's just not, that's not just a good thing. That's an incredibly interesting and fun and sexy and cool thing. You should want that. Yeah. And I feel if it hadn't been for her, we wouldn't be as far down the debate as we are. And I think even Sheryl Sandberg would say now she was writing the book now, she would definitely write it differently. Um, but I, I, I sort of, I have a little, a little piece of my heart with it because I do think it started a conversation, even if it didn't necessarily say what I wanted it to. Yeah. Um, it's yeah I'm I'm actually with you now I think 2013 was quite a pivotal year for me in terms of my uh, understanding what was going on I'd kind of spent 10 years working for this organization I'd start to look at all the different threads affecting women in the workplace and I think reading that book I read that and my reaction was like I'm not leaning in that's not the way forward why should I lean into uh, a a culture and uh, you know that's when I kind of worked out the work had been created by men for men and that's what needed to change and that kind of started me on a bit of a campaign to redefine work and that's what I do a lot of so for me I yeah it, it actually really wound me up but I think you're right H it did start a conversation and actually it was a catalyst for me to go no and it did yeah. become a bit of a light bulb moment so uh, you know what it didn't have for me was the nuances of age so I read it when I was turned just I was going to turn 30 the following year and so there were whole, whole chapters on motherhood that for me I could my brain just couldn't even really connect with because motherhood was so far into my mm. future at that point um, and so I think I would go back and read it now and see if I have a different connection with some of those chapters now that 
the way I, you know, I do want to have children and it feels a lot closer than it did when I was you know, 29. Um, and see what I think. I think I, I, would, I would read it again with fresh eyes. I would recommend actually reading Plan B, which is her second book, which is all about resilience and what to do when it goes wrong. Mm-hmm. And that is a much more interesting book in terms of um, actually, because you know, the major critique of Lean In when it came out was like, yeah. yeah, this is all very well for you, Sheryl Sandberg, married to a multimillionaire, <laughs> yeah. having gone to Harvard. Staff, you know, yeah, 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 all these stuff. It's all very well for you to say that this, but it actually doesn't work for the rest of us. Mm. Um, and plan B is about what happens when it doesn't work and how you change the system because of that. And but that's I, more interesting. I read the, uh, there was a, a long review, I think, in The Guardian. Mm. Um, and I'm not sure, actually. I, I think she's put a very clinical lens on resilience. Yeah, she has. I mean, so it's written by her and a researcher. Yeah. So he's a scientist into it. Yeah. and. It's her story. Uh, Yes, I think so. It's her story after she lost her husband. But I think it's, I don't think it's something that we talk about enough. I think we talk about ambition and how to get to the top and how to work your way there and how to change things and how to break the system. But actually, I think the discussion around what happens when it goes wrong or what happens when it doesn't go to plan, it's much more interesting because that's going to happen way more often. Uh, Emma, story tonight. So going back to vaginas. My favourite topic. Segue, yeah. Segue to vaginas. So this is about a, an article that I saw uh, this week that was all about a campaign that's being run by a Los Angeles, uh, an LA-based nurse called Katie Vigos. And she has started the Empowered Birth Project, which is all about um, campaigning for Instagram to show pictures of childbirth. Uh, so she basically childbirth or women giving birth is categorized alongside pornography and the Empower Birth Project is all about forcing a change because they really think that you should be able to see photographs of people of women giving birth and that should be okay yes <laughs> as somebody who cannot get through an episode of one I mean I can't get through 15 minutes of one born every minute I can't watch it at all no I just I, I'm I don't know Nat what do you think Basically, if uh, so, when you explained this the first time round, you explained it and said that there's Instagram has a blanket ban on any form of genitalia, and I think you do have to keep things as simple as that on social media. And so, if you're banning genitalia for pornographic reasons or artistic reasons, you have to ban it for childbirth too. P- personally, you know, celebrate. Let's celebrate childbirth. I don't want to celebrate it on my Instagram in the same way. I choose not to watch One Born Every Minute, and I understand that we need young girls to know what their vaginas look like so they know what's normal but I think there are other spaces to do that we can do that in the education system we can do that in our own homes in our own families but I personally don't want to see penises and vaginas on my feed well I definitely don't want to see dick dick pics on my feed but if it was helping men normalize their anatomy then I would think that was a good thing I think if you look at some of these images they're actually really kind of beautiful and amazing and they're images that I've never ever seen before around childbirth and I you know I look at some of these I'm like blimey my friends have done this I'm like I'm in awe of them but that like I think we should be able to see those I've seen images you know that I've never seen before of childbirth and it was absolutely like beautiful it is wonderful but it's equally 
I mean, let's be honest, it's not wonderful, is it? But the thing no, is, the thing is, if we're being truly honest the bringing a life here. into the no, world but, is wonderful, but it is a, a medical situation where there is blood and there is yeah, guts and there is poo and there is lots like, of stuff. If we, and I personally don't want to see that. But if we don't show images like that of women's bodies doing women's bodies things, like breastfeeding, all of that stuff, we're only ever showing women within a sexual context. We're only ever saying, well, if you see a vagina or you see a nipple, that's uh, it's just sexualizing women. We're no, not so, showing... so we're saying let's have a blanket ban. We don't. Ha- I don't want to see but why any. Why ban it? It's natural. Why ban it? Well, I, no. I, I'm saying if if there is a rule that there is no genitalia, then you don't see genitalia on the, on that platform. There are other places and spaces that you can but if show we don't that show content. Genitalia. Kids are growing up, but you don't have to show it on Instagram. Girls are growing up thinking that they should wax all the hair off themselves that they look abnormal there's nine-year-olds going yeah. to have plastic surgery on their vaginas because they think they look but abnormal. is that the platform this is what it, you, Actually, it's not about instagram being the platform i think there are other spaces and platforms where no, you can have those media. conversations no, i think it's I, I i was so i was with you until a minute ago now and now it's like i think you're with it's, them oh, yeah. with them i think instagram yeah. is exactly the platform yeah, because and you... that's the problem isn't it because actually we can put this stuff into the education system we can tell teach parents how to teach it to their children we can create beautiful books we can put out pamphlets we can talk to gps about how they talk to children about it but kids are on social media Mm. all day every day that's what they're seeing that's what they're sharing on their phones that's what they're learning no but as a parent if you have uh safeguards and controls you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna um uh what's the word you're going to remove that content from their feeds anyway so they wouldn't be seeing it on, well, they on could, those platforms but even so back, only we're seeing going it. back to childbirth though one yeah. one born every minute does not show the images that i was looking at today on social media does not show those sort of images so i don't even think one born every minute gives you a realistic view of childbirth in all its glory it's a it's a, it's a camera well, right there you look at this instagram feed then go and check out the empower birth project you look at the images on there Okay, and go and check out the Empowered right. Birth Project, everyone, <laughs> and tell us, what do you think of it? Do you want to see that on your Instagram feed? Do you think that Instagram social media is the way to teach our children about what their bodies are like and what they can do? No. Is social media the place? <laughs> that says no. Am I a yes? Uh, come and tell us. Give us a call, 0344-499-1000. We'd love to hear. Do you want to see that on your Instagram feed? This is what I know. want to know. Do you want to see childbirth on your Instagram feed? Come and tell us. We want to hear from it. Uh, give us a tweet at Talk Radio or text Talk and your message to 87222. 25p plus standard message rates apply. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 